KBCS Music and Ideas. Health professionals with Washington Physicians for Social Responsibility are calling for a halt to steep cuts to the state budget made by the governor after economic impacts of the COVID crisis first took hold. They say the $235 million in cuts will be felt most acutely by low-income people and communities of color. They're also sounding the alarm over a request that all state agencies conduct an exercise to show how they can slash their budgets by 15% for the coming year. Martha Baskin caught up with Mark Vossler, a Kirkland cardiologist who is president-elect of Washington Physicians for Social Responsibility, on the phone and has this report. The initial $235 million in cuts include programs for school counselors, medication assistance, mental health, long-term care, and climate change mitigation, among others. An additional 15% cut, which all state agencies have been asked to look at, could see the Department of Social and Health Services lose $506 million. The single biggest reduction at DSHS would come from the agency that oversees long-term care facilities, as well as temporary assistance to needy families, Washington's basic food program, and health care for workers with disabilities. Vossler and others with Washington Physicians for Social Responsibility say divesting from social programs during the COVID crisis will compound systemic inequities already felt by low-income and people-of-color communities. One thing that's really underappreciated by many people, including many health professionals, is that economic inequity is a driving force for the bigger difference between the wealthiest and the poorest, if you will. Caregivers, warehouse workers, and grocery store workers are among the most vulnerable to stress associated with lower incomes, increased risk for heart disease, stroke, cancer, diabetes, and now COVID. There are people putting themselves in harm's way for low wages on a daily basis. And if they are unable to work, if they lose their job, they're less likely to have a savings buffer to to get them through this. And so when you're facing this, you really don't want to cut programs that help the people that are being hurt the most. Bossler says there's a broad consensus among many economists that putting money in the hands of the poor increases consumer spending and stimulates economic growth. But making sure they have that money means ensuring they also have access to programs and services that supplement their earnings. I'm not an economist. I'm a physician, so I'm concerned about the health impacts of economic inequity, but I'm going to protest loudly when I see policies that harm low-income groups to the benefit of people that are already well off. Vossler recognizes the state is woefully underfunded and hopes Congress succeeds in helping out states as much as they have corporations. We have to keep in mind that state governments employ a, a lot of people, one. Two, they supply a lot of services to people in the state. Three, they are mandated to have a balanced budget. But a balanced budget would be more easily achieved if the state focused on tax reform during the pandemic rather than budget cuts, he says. States like Washington that are dependent on sales tax revenues have been especially hard hit. Washington derives roughly half to two-thirds of its tax revenue from sales and excise taxes, compared to the national average of 35 percent. Washington's lowest earners pay nearly 18 percent of their income in state and local taxes, compared with 3 percent for the highest earners. We can't keep putting the burden for funding the state on the most vulnerable. 
while the wealthy have a pretty darn easy ride here. Washington Physicians for Social Responsibility are calling for tax reform to begin early in the recovery phase from the crisis. Vossler knows that a state income tax will be a heavy lift. But if the people don't start demanding it, it's not going to happen. So if we just leave control of our tax system in the hands of the top 1% of our population who have the most influence in Olympia, things won't change. He says people won't be convinced by how much more fair a state income tax would be compared to the current revenue approach, which relies on sales and property taxes. But if you look at the devastating effects of economic inequity, and this stuff is laid bare by the current crisis. We're in a health crisis. We now see what it's doing to low-income communities. We see who's suffering across our country and in our state. While the impacts of the COVID crisis may provide the needed momentum for tax reform, Vossler believes it will take more than that. My fear is that after we've recovered from this crisis and we go back to our old status quo, people's memories will be short. In many ways, the crisis is a wake-up call about spending priorities at both the state and federal level, he says. If folks like me don't work on this an ongoing basis and get this message out that the social determinants of health are important and that prevention isn't all about personal responsibility, it's about societal responsibility. We have to say that, we have to say it over and over again because, you know, people don't always get it the first time they hear this. Washington Physicians for Social Responsibility hope more health professionals join them in calling on decision makers to prioritize a healthier society during the pandemic. This week, they're kicking off a campaign, Responsible and Just Recovery from COVID-19, which includes a petition anyone can sign. Go to wpsr.org backslash COVID-19 hyphen action for more information. With engineering by Daniel Gunther, this is Martha Baskin. You can go to kbcs.fm for more interviews and stories.